For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun ain't changing the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar. I could get used to this. Stick around and you'll see what I mean There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of If you need me, you know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone South of the equator, navigator, gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. A deep sea diving round the clock, bikini bottoms, lager tops, I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green, stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of, if you Riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. We got two in the front, two in the back, sailing along, and we don't look back. 
what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone, 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 So we're back here at the studio of POS Radio with myself, Lynn Cheryl Perfect and Heart to Heart. And we've been having a discussion with my son, Luke, also his girlfriend. But we've just had a call in from Jane. Good evening, Jane. She's live on the telephones with us at POS Radio. Good evening, Jane. Can you hear us? I think we've got a slight technical hitch. I can't hear anything at all from Jane in the studio. Okay. Hello. There we go, there Jane. Go. We can hear you now. There you are. Well done. Thank you. God, we can hear you. Here, aren't we? <laughs> Luke, Sam, Emma, I just wanted to ring in. Well, it's lovely oh? to have you join us in the studio. Thank you so much, Jane. We can hear you now. You're loud and clear. Okay. I just wanted to say to those two parents and children are um, worried about their exam results, especially with the GCSE results that have come out. Uh, both my boys weren't high flyers at school, but uh, one went to Cambridge College, one went into manufacturing and uh, clothing manufacturing, and they had great guidance from headmasters there at school to keep them on the straight and narrow as well. But uh, opportunities did come their way, and they've both got um, very good um, high-up jobs. So um, not to worry if results don't come out as uh, you want them to. There are opportunities out there. So um, oh, that's fantastic! Be, yeah, that's um, despondent about results. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, for that, Jane. So that's just a little bit of support from Jane. Uh, she's called in just to say that, you know, for those of you who haven't got the grades, you know, if you're not wanting to, to reset them or anything, there are other opportunities. And that's actually something mm. that we're going to um, go to um, to Luke. We're going to talk to Luke about that. So stay, uh, stay listening in. Stay tuned in, Jane. Thank you so, so much for uh, phoning tonight. Um, it's a pleasure to have you uh, live here at POS Radio. And we're going to continue with what Jane has just said with other opportunities so if people don't have the um, thank you Jane lots of love yeah, and you too. take care and you. bye 
Um, so for people who don't have the opportunity then, Luke, perhaps because they haven't got the grades, what was it that you and Sam, you were just talking about that while we were listening to uh, um, the previous song there? What, what was it you were going to explain to us? Yeah, I mean, definitely in in uh, the film industry, uh, it's not, you know, it's not always about going to uni or even going to college, to be honest. Um, and it can be any subject. It doesn't just yeah. have to be in the yeah, yeah, filming. Just from my it could be anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, uh, one thing to point out was when I was applying for uni, I had um, I know a couple of people actually who didn't necessarily do or, or whilst they were studying, um, make things or have the portfolio they needed or the qualifications that were relevant to the course they wanted to do at uni. Um, so they kind of just went out of their went out of their own way to do those things, you know, make the portfolio or just learn as much as they could. And then when they went to university and said, you know, listen, I haven't I haven't necessarily done that in the past, but I've I've done this myself. It kind of shows more, you know, in a way than a than a certificate with a number on it does. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was a woman actually who joined my course in uni, and I remember her telling me about when she got accepted. And um, our course was very small. There were about 20 people. So we were very, like, close-knit. And um, she was... I think she was 25 when she joined the course. And she had a child when she was 16. So she was quite young. And she didn't do her A-levels. So she just stopped after GCSEs, looked after her daughter. And she went to Frank, who was the course leader, and she said to him, look, I don't have any qualifications past this. But... I have been um, working with my boyfriend as he's a photographer mm-hmm. and Frank actually took her on and gave her a chance and said, yeah, I will happily let you on the course and you be creative, you encourage it and everything. So you don't specifically need the results. If you can find it in a different way and you can approach the course, then a lot of the time they will take the time to sit down and talk mm. to you because if you're passionate, people will see that in the way that you speak about Yeah, not, not even unis either because yeah. I know... Uh, some people who uh, didn't want to go to uni don't have it. This is another, you know, from a film perspective. Yeah. But um, just going up to people and talking to people and asking, oh, you know, <clears throat> I haven't done this before, but I'm really interested. <clears throat> can I shadow you? Can, yeah, can I just come and sit with you for a day yeah. or whatever? And you meet people that way, and you can progress that way. Um, it happens a lot on film. In film, you know, you could. Walk, I've seen film crews shooting. And uh, you just walk on and say, listen, you know, I'm free the next couple of days. Can I help out? So really, it's a bit like a voluntary thing then, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. I mean, there's also apprenticeships out there. Yeah. Or um, getting, I mean, one example is, um, you know, on radio stuff. Like these people who are like big time radio DJs for BBC and stuff. They started off at smaller radio stations or... um, like this one. Uh, like, you know, like this one or uh, at yeah. the university. This one is worldwide, I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you Plugging know what I mean. it in. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, but I'm sure you can... There's always someone, no matter where you are, there's always someone who does something, and I'm sure lots of people are far there's more... There's always a step up the ladder, that's what yeah. you're saying. There's and always people somewhere people are can go. a lot go. more accommodating than people often think, you know. Don't be... Don't not ask something. If the you- worst thing they can do is say no. If you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, it exactly. is so true. And as well, uni isn't the only option. There are so many other routes that you can take in your life and you can still get to the same place because at the end of the day, experience may be all well and good, but in some cases, uni might not give you that experience that a real job would. 
so, so it really doesn't matter what age you are because yeah. you know you, you know whether you choose to uh, like you said go to college whether you go to uni or whether you just choose to have some time out and then go and study or even if you choose not to study there's always ways to get to where you want to be it's just having that passion in your heart isn't it yeah completely. that's what it is just having the passion in the heart and uh and going for gold just don't give up just live your dream just go for <laughs> it like completely sounds easy doesn't it yeah. It is easy. It absolutely is easy. I think it, that's the that's the bit that it is easy. All you have to do is just follow your heart. Yeah. And I know that's that's where it's led, you know, me to be doing all the wonderful things that I do. I have to say that I've done a little bit of filming as well. <laughs> I've been very fortunate enough uh, to be asked by Max and John from Chobo. Um I've done a little bit of filming because um I've also I filmed not that long ago actually. It was East 17. Ooh, and also nice. I did a little bit at the Edge Festival. I did indeed. I know, look at me. Following in Luke's footsteps. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I did. So just coming back to the movie part of things, uh, Mm -hmm. we're going to go into our match the movie to the music uh, now. So we're going to play three tracks. We're going to ask all of our listeners out there tonight um, just to be able to have a listen to see which movie it is a modern one. I'll give you that. But I'm going to give you some clues with it as well. So the first clue is... Uh, one of the leading ladies broke her toe on the set um, by running into a lighting stand. <laughs> so she had Sorry. broken the toe while filming the scene where this following soundtrack was being played. Okay, so whatever this song is, and I don't think it's going to be a hard one tonight. I know sometimes people don't always get the movies that um, that we, we play, but see if you can get it with this. I'm sure the first track's going to give it away.
that was your first track there for Match the Movie to the Music. Okay, your second clue is one of the main characters had to take a day off from filming to go to Buckingham Palace, of all things, because she was being made a dame. Okay, so this is your second track. Match the Movie to the Music.
don't know if anybody's seen the video um, to that particular track in the movie that is being mentioned tonight. Have you seen it at all, Emma, the, the video? I haven't. You need to take a look, love, because I think me and you could be doing that by Tembi Harbour. Ah. I have to say. <laughs> I have to say. They, they're strutting their stuff down the walkway. They are indeedy. And I was, I was watching it today and uh, I was thinking of me and you. Oh, we'll have to try it. We could be doing a bit of the Dancing Queens. I'm sure we can. Okay, so we're going on to our final clue for tonight's match the movie to the music. The movie was actually filmed on a Croatian island. The movie was actually filmed on a Croatian island. This is your final track for tonight's match the movie to the music. Super trooper beams are gonna blind me, but I won't feel blue like I always do. Cause somewhere in the crowd there's
So there are three tracks for tonight, Match the Movie to the Music. So just going over those again. Uh, Clue one, one of the leading ladies broke her toe on set when running onto the lighting stand. uh, So that the the actual track that we played there, the first one, which I believe was Waterloo, uh, that was in that particular scene there. That was uh, clue number one. Clue number two, one of the main characters had to take a day off from filming to go to Buckingham Palace all the way in London uh, because she was made a dame. Uh, and that was Julia Walters. And the third and final clue was the movie was filmed on a Croatian island. Did you have any ideas what that movie may be? We did oh. have, I have to say, we did have a few people messaging. We had Carmel. We also had Sue. We also had Max. But did you have any ideas what that movie was? Yeah. Which <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty Straight obvious, up. to be honest. Which, which was it because of the clues, or was it because of no, the... No, the clues were quite hard. I think you were tough on the clues. Yeah. Okay. But they were very as... interesting, though, the clues. They are interesting. Yeah. I didn't know those. So You didn't know this? Yeah. Health and safety on set would have a nightmare, though, with that God, broken toe thing. Yeah, don't get me People started. People get yeah. sued all over. Really? Probably. Maybe, maybe. Okay, so what movie did you think it was? It's Mamma Mia. Mama, it was, in fact, did you want anything two, you have to... Two, is it Mamma Mia 2? Ah, oh, I gave it away there, didn't I? It was actually, it was uh, It was the Mamma Mia, it was the second movie. Uh, but well done to everybody that um, realised that. that I, was, I, I actually love Mamma Mia and the, the tracks from that, from that. I know we didn't play the ones from the actual song. We took the ABBA ones, but I think ABBA do it so well, don't they? Yeah. Absolutely classic, classic, classic band absolutely classic okay so we're continuing on here at pure west radio we've got luke and we've got sam we've also got our technical technical emma ruth thomas she's still in the studio with us so we were just saying then luke where you're at now uh you finished uni and um you're Mm. 22 you are indeed and at 22 you're now working and what is the job now because as you carried on going from college to university in the film and industry which is what you wanted yeah. what, how, where did you get to now by um, by you know by going so, from university into work uh, yeah so I, I currently work at a, a camera company um, they sort of make rent sell the, the, the they are the biggest camera company in the world so is that like, the movie cameras yeah so we, for movie okay. cameras they're, they're by far they're, if you can think of a film there is a ninety percent chance that it was shot on one of our cameras. Okay, they're that they're that kind of big. Um, TV shows as well, not just yeah, literally things. everything. Yeah. Um, so and another thing, I, I mean, I kind of uh, lots of people want to work at this company, um, but it's not necessarily the easiest thing to get into. Uh, the standards are quite high. Not to say that I'm. You know, I, I meet those standards because I, I probably don't. Well, well, you you've you've worked, haven't you? You've worked yeah, hard worked to up. get to where to where you are. But um, so what, who what what is the company anyway? Who's this the company? company called Ari. Okay. Um, yeah, they make cameras, and I'm, sort of what I do is fixing them and testing them, um, and obviously doing what I'm doing is helping me to learn how the cameras work, and hopefully I can use that in the future, and maybe meet people, and eventually work on set using cameras. Um, but I got that kind of not necessarily through uni but through one of my tutors she i when i was at uni i kind of wanted to do a lot of extracurricular stuff um and i you know i spoke to her about that and i think she appreciated that one of my tutors and she obviously because she used to work in the film industry before she started teaching and she must know these people at this company and she came to me one day and was like you know just just a, just just a couple of people who she knew were really sort of interested in people who 
um, she thought was had like, that passion had the, in their yeah, heart yeah, and people yeah. who were like good. Um, so she, you know, she very kindly. And I appreciate that. She um, emailed me and offered. You know, she said, "Oh, you know, I know this blah 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 company are, you know, hiring." And that was like a big shock because I didn't even know she know you know knew them. And that was exactly the, the company that I wanted to work for. That's like you know the the, the bee's knees, if you want. That just shows, um, doesn't it? The the thought process works. We talked about that in the past, haven't we? Yeah. Okay, excellent. So, yeah. th- then where did the step that step take you? So yeah, so I applied for that and. You know, I was, I was looking forward to it, but one of the um, thing that you know, one of the things you had to have for the job was to be able to drive. And at the time, I didn't. Um, you know, I was running around trying to get it sorted, but it never happened. And then the day came where I got the phone call from the company, and they were like, "Oh, you know, we really like you. You know, we've shortlisted you, but uh, you know, would you like to come in for an interview?" And I said, "Oh, you know, that that'd be great. That'd be great." Uh, and she just asked me, oh, "Do you drive?" And I had to say no. Um, and, yeah, you know, yeah, and that was kind of a bummer because you know this is like the company that I wanted to work for. They are like the biggest and best yeah. in the industry. Dream job, um, and like straight out of uni, more or less. It was after like three or four months after being out of uni, which is very, very rare. You know, lots of people staff at the bar more and something they don't even want to do. So I was very lucky to even get that chance. And they came back, and you know, obviously because I couldn't drive, they had to turn me down. So I was a bit upset about that. But she was like, "Well, don't worry." She was like, "You know, just from the way you're talking to me and the way." <clears throat> from what you said, I can tell that you clearly want to work here. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I did. So I think it came across and, you know, I obviously put loads of effort into it. Stalk all the socials and yeah. um, So she said, well, you know, you know, I can't promise anything, but there's potential that something else might come up in the future. And she was like, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll keep you in mind and I might, I'll get back to you. And, you know, everyone says that. Oh, you know, I'll get back to you in the future. Or, you know, thanks for applying. I'll get, you know, if anything comes up, we'll get back to you. Everyone says it because they don't want to be horrible to you when you apply for a job. So I kind of just brushed it off, didn't expect like anything. Now, I think. Yeah. yeah, it is. So, you know, I kind of just thought, oh, you know, nothing's going to come of it, you know, whatever. So I started looking for other jobs and stuff that I didn't necessarily want to do. Um, still did, you know, the football and films on the side and stuff. But um, this, this was only for about... Pe- as well. Yeah, I did a little bit of um, some other broadcasting sort of stuff, some TV stuff. But... Um, yeah, and then one day I got a phone call from the HR lady, and she was like, you know, last time we spoke, you were clearly, um, you know, I can tell you want to work here. And she was like, you know, this other job's come up. Yeah, it's not the it's not the same thing as before. She explained it to me, and uh, yeah, kind of went from there. Really, I went in, and luckily so I you got did the that. job. So how long ago was that? After you did you had to turn you down the first time? How long? So ago? I graduated in July, and I think the to be fair, I think the job. When I, the first job I applied for might have been before I graduated. I think I might have applied in May, June time. She must have got back to me in August. Oh, so it wasn't that long afterwards then? Well, and then maybe the rest of August and a little, maybe the first week of September or something like that. Um, is when, no, sorry, mid-August she got back to me about the first job. And, mm-hmm. you know, she said no, whatever. And that's where you're working now? Well, yeah. And then, well, yeah, and then I, you know, so she called me back in August and said no to the first job. And then... Start of September, she called me and said about this other job. Went in for an interview, and I started uh, at the start of October, and I've been there ever since. And also passed your driving test. Yeah, and then I did wow. my driving test. Yeah. So is <laughs> that made a, is that made a difference as well with regards to the job um, and what you're not, doing now? Uh, not necessarily what I'm doing right now, but in the future for sure it will. The film industry, I mean, it's possible to do stuff without being able to drive, especially if you want to be in sort of pre-production or post-production um, which is you know the stuff you do before you make the film and the stuff you do all once, the editing, all, all the editing yeah. afterwards yeah um, 
So because that's all very obviously based. It's all creative, but it's very like in house, and lots of that happens in the city. So London, like, you know, you got the tube and stuff. You don't like necessarily Manchester. need to drive. Yeah. Um, but to do production stuff um, and be on set. 1000% you have to drive. If you can't drive, you're going to struggle a lot to get jobs. Even people who are doing entry-level roles, being able to drive is such a key thing. And I think that's probably why I struggled a little bit. Well, I didn't I didn't struggle completely, but there was, you know, those few months after uni where I didn't get the job the first time. It just had that subtle impact. Yeah, it's just, you know, yeah. not being able to drive makes yeah. a difference. Um So you'll obviously recommend to people then if they are if they've finished school and they're not if you want already. to be in the film industry, then well, yeah. Well, any yeah. industry, I guess, is just getting to, to back and forth to work, isn't it? Yeah. To, I mean, it, it's, it it's more than possible to be able to get to places, of course. You know, there's public transport, but I guess it just makes it much more easier, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. So then with regards to the work that you're in now, I know that you said, um, you've explained to me before, that that actually helps you to get to what your, uh, your goal job is, which mm. is, whether it's changed, with cinematography. Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's changed a little bit, I suppose. Cinematography is sort of the stuff... Uh, oh, it is. It's the designing... It's the visual, yeah. So it's, it's designing the shots, how you know how they look, what lens you use, what camera you use. Also the lighting and how how you make the mood for that scene by using the lighting. And that's we have like very the, beautiful lighting here in the Pure West. Yeah, where I have to say, because we've got beautiful... We have bulbs, beautiful yeah. uh, red lighting that changes yeah. colour underneath yeah, these desks. Cool. It's very beautiful. So does this job that you're in now, um, does that still aid you in getting to that well, I mean, goal? Yeah, well, my goals have changed a little bit. To be to, to do cinematography, you, have to, the, the, you, know, you are a di- director of photography or a cinematographer. That's like what they call that person who does that role. Um, and you can... you know, There are people who I know... I know of rather who have come out of uni even from Greenwich you know where I went and they are now shooting not feature films but like you know high end TV commercials um, music videos and stuff like professional ones and to do that is a big a big thing um, and there's even friends that you've got doing freelance as well haven't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah people who are doing lots of stuff really you know everyone's yeah, there's loads of things they could be doing but um, yeah my goal's changed a little bit instead of doing necessarily that cinematography stuff i want to do more hands-on the camera so the people who so that person will say okay let's get the camera in this place let's set it up this way let's put this lens on etc etc et the people who have to do that who are sort of that that cinematographer is your manager let's say and you're the person who makes it happen that's i think that's what i'd rather So you want to be that guy that technical i think you so wanna be that maybe guy. so in the future will change back to being a cinematographer but for now that's what i'm aiming for yeah but I, I think that's a beautiful thing as well, is being able to, in life, to be able to do what your passion is about. And that can change, like you said earlier, Emma. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily just having just that one job where you do it for the rest of your life. That It can change. It can go into different aspects of your work. And that's what we were saying earlier, weren't we, with regards yeah, to, yeah. you know, everybody can have the opportunity. And, and life is about growing, isn't it? About learning and being able to do different things. And just because you are... I have a friend of mine who has one job and, um, and she... She has changed from that one job and she is she might stay there for six months and then she'll have to go and do something else and something else something else because that is that's what feeds her that's what nurtures her is to do different things have different experiences so regardless and i think that's what the message is that we're trying to you know get to everybody tonight is regardless where you are um, or what you're doing at this moment in time regardless of your results or whether you're not sure or you are sure whatever it is things can always change can't they and that's the beauty of life and living and growing, isn't it? Absolutely. That nothing is set in stone. And if if you change your mind, then 
you, you live in a free world that you can change absolutely. your mind absolutely and we you know we said before use that positive thought process to get to wherever it is that you want to go to and uh, and and thank you so much to jane as well you know the input that she's put into tonight's show with our call you know thank you so much for that jane because i know if anybody's listening tonight that's been thinking worried about their grades or what they have got what they haven't got not everything has to be set in stone at this moment in time i know that in my journey of life that um i've just expanded and i've just i've just gone with the flow actually i think you know i've done the things that i've enjoyed and only ever done the work that i've enjoyed i've not done anything else i've absolutely loved it yeah and and your grades at gcse level are, are not what is going to set you up in life you look on google there are thousands of successful um you know professors business people that more than likely came out of um their school with no o levels or you know bad schooling and they've still made a success of their lives absolutely yeah. i mean going back to when i was in school um they were cse's believe it or not they were only just going into gcse levels they were they were o levels i got o levels i did yeah o level uh, yes if you had a, a cse grade one that was classed as an o level and that's <laughs> (laughs) was going back in the day for certain so yeah it's just that bit of reassurance to be able to say thank you um you know to luke also to sam and also to all of our listeners and to jane as well uh for calling in just to just to give that added reassurance about about where you can go if you when you finish school and you've got your grades or if you haven't got your grades there's a few opportunities there and um steps to take forward we're going to continue on now we've got a, a one of my favorite i have to say artists uh, Ollie Mears, I've been to see him a few times now. Uh, this is a, a, one of my favourite tracks. This is Dear Darling. Dear Darling, please excuse my writing. I can stop my hands from shaking. Because I'm cold and I don't tonight. And I miss you.
everybody loves a little bit of Ollie. <laughs> I have to say that I was right close up to him when I went to uh, Cardiff. Uh, yeah, I was right at the front. Lucky woman. I was. And he, I have to say he's an amazing performer. Absolutely amazing. So just going back to today, which is the 26th of August, we also have Donald Bradman. Um, he is a professional cricket legend. Um, it's his birthday today. Also, Lyndon B. Johnson. Uh, he's the 36th US president. Also, wow. we have Barbara Bach, uh, who turns 70 today. Um, and she is actually an actress. And she was the actress for one of the James Bond movies. Um, bless her. She's 70 today. Happy birthday. No longer a Bond girl. <laughs> bless her. Okay. And also, we have Macaulay Culkin, who's 37th birthday today. He's remembered 37. He was in Home Alone. He is. Yeah, he was, uh, if you remember the little boy uh, in Home Alone, it was him. Um, And he was for his portrayal of Kevin McAllister and Home Alone 2. So that's Home Alone 1 and 2. Although he has other acting parts, um, I do believe, as it says in the media, that his adult life is probably better known for other things hmm. that perhaps... Extracurricular things. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I would say, yes. Bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him. So, yes, so they're all the birthdays today. I have to say, I didn't know um, Donald and Lyndon or even Barbara, I have to say. So, no doubt there's a Joe Smith or a, a Betty Boop or a um, Agatha Mavis Dingleby, maybe, out there having a birthday today. Wherever you are, a very happy birthday to you. Also, Harry Houdini. He escapes from chains underwater at Aquatic Park in just 57 seconds on the nine uh on, in 1907 what a man yes today august the 26th <laughs> and i actually looked up because i wasn't sure how that beautiful man because I, I remember you know when i was a child you hear a lot about you know um illusionists and so forth but i actually looked up to see how he passed away because i was a little bit interested <laughs> in that and he actually died of appendicitis wow, uh in 1926 <laughs> so he didn't actually drown or anything like that i was just double checking on that one but no he actually did he passed away with appendicitis do not think people pass with this appendicitis anymore do they i think it's more like an infection afterwards that causes it or something really no idea, personally. Didn't no me. Do a medical no degree, me. So. No me. But there's an opportunity. <laughs> there's an opportunity. So where are you going forward now from where you are in your life now, uh, Sam? What are you? So I'm going to try and break out in the industry. So watch out for your adverts on TV, guys. I may be making some of them. Wow. Who knows? Um, and yeah, it's just enjoying myself, really. Enjoying my age, enjoying where we live and just living my life to the best. Oh, good for you, lovely. And if anybody did have any questions that they wanted to ask, if they weren't open, you know, feeling as they were able to ask here on live on radio, because we are live in the studio here in Halford West, then uh, they can contact you perhaps on Facebook, give you a yeah, message. Go for yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Coming under Sam. Sam Anderson, just hit me up. Instagram, Twitter, anything, I will happily reply. Whether it's about your career in general or about advertising, because it's so little and not a lot of people know it. But it's such an incredible industry. There is so much incredible work out there that's being made. And it's all making an impact because people tend to think that it's just the crappy adverts you see on TV. But it's not. It's much wider than that. It's an incredible world to be a part of. Excellent. Beautifully worded. And (laughs) Mr. Luke Harris, perfect. Son number one. The best one. Golden child. (laughs) Any words of wisdom for our listeners tonight? 
yeah, I mean, this is kind of what I was told at uni, and it works in, um, in everything you do, really. You get out, you know, you, what you get out of something is what you put in. So if you only put in half effort, you're only really going to get half of it out. Um, the more effort you put in, the more effort, you know, the more you're going to get out of something. The more rewards you'll get. Yeah, the more rewarding it's going to be. Yeah. And, I mean, for example, like if I hadn't have done these extra things and asking, you know, if I can do this, can I do that? There's no way I'd be doing what I'm doing now. So it's having the confidence, isn't it, yeah. to be able to ask? And, and it's not even necessarily just at uni or at school or at college or whatever. I mean, yeah, go for it in that situation. But also just asking people if they can help you out with anything. People you don't know either. People are a lot more accommodating than uh, people like to think. It's that old saying as well of what's the worst thing that someone can say to you? No. Like, yeah, it's just no. You'd rather take that opportunity and possibly get an amazing opportunity out of it like Luke had. But the only flip side to that is the other option could be a no, but that's not heartbreaking. No, you just pick yourself up. Yeah, just, just absolutely. There's always you keep going else. for it. Yeah. yeah, there'll always be another opportunity out there somewhere. Well, thank you so much to Luke. Thank you also to Sam for joining me and myself, Emma, here at uh, the radio station at POS Radio. We're going to finish off this evening uh, with some requests. So for any of you out there, whether you're parents, whether you're teachers, or even if you're students, you know we're sending all of our energy are your way to be able to find that next step in your journey of life and it's going to be a prosperous one isn't it emma absolutely it always is indeedy happy 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 days so we're going on to requests now this request goes out to nigel and uh, more than anything in the world he says it reminds him of a period in his life that he met the girl that he would marry and that gave him two beautiful children which made their lives complete how beautiful this is their wedding song this is for you and your lovely wife nigel
That was especially for Nigel and his lovely, beautiful wife there and their children. Okay, well, we've come to the end of our two hours now, to the very end of our show. But we shall be back again next Sunday from 9 till 11pm here at Heart to Heart in the heart of Hanford West at Pure S Radio. So I just want to say again, thank you so much to Luke, also to Sam. Thank you. Hope you've enjoyed being up here at Pure West Radio. Loved it. That's all right. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Good. Well, that's a good excuse, actually, Emma, to get my son back into the county. (laughs) (laughs) Home to his mama. (laughs) Okay, so from myself, Lynn, Cheryl, perfect. Also from Emma. Thank you, Emma. Thank you very much. Now, night, sleep tight. It's been an absolute pleasure to share your company. Thank you so, so much for allowing us uh, to share your energy tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure once again. So for myself, Lynn Cheryl Perfect, here at Pure West Radio, we're going to leave you with one final song. This is a request that goes out to Lauren, a very, very beautiful song. Uh, This is especially to you. So until next week, from myself, from Emma, and from all the rest of Pure West Radio, we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Lots of love. Please welcome Hayley Westenrup.
On Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun ain't changing the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar. I could get used to this. Stick around and you'll see what I mean There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of If you need me, you know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone South of the equator, navigator, gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. A deep sea diving round the clock, bikini bottoms, like a toes. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green, stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you know where I'll be, I'll be 